This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurt takes advantage of it. He takes the handoff, takes to his right, gets to the 20. He's in the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 49ers. 96-yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurt breaking tackle after tackle. Sweeps down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died. Touchdown, 49ers. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post, and it's good. Click, click, boom! What's going on, Faithfuls? It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew. And guys, I am back to bring you guys a fun-filled episode. I got a lot to discuss tonight, man. And it is going to go all the way down. All the way down. Yes, I did. I made it home safely. I see y'all out here in the chat already, man. Shout out to everybody out there, man. Once again, it's on. I made it. Callie, I'm not still muted, right? Y'all can hear me now, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. Click, click, boom. I like it, man. I like it. What's cracking, Big Mike? Let's fucking go. Faithful to the Bay, man. Guys, we got some news. We got some news. We got some news. Now, uh, Breezy will not be on today. Um, he told me that he was traveling, so he won't be able to jump on here. And that's all good. My man was out in Cali. I think he's making his way back. But listen, we got to get the, we got to we got to go ahead and get to the get down. Okay. If it's your first time here on the YouTube page, uh, and you guys enjoyed tonight's episode, please, please hit that like button. Subscribe, turn on your notifications so you know exactly when we are going live, and then tell somebody else about the channel, all right? So we re really, really appreciate that. Give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Those handles are nothing but nine ERS. That is the number nine, nothing but nine ERS. We also have Facebook and Twitch. Those handles are nothing but Niners. I want y'all to go out there and find it spelled all the way out. No numbers anywhere. And then there's the Patreon, guys. The heavy hitters over here, man. Patreon.com slash NB9ERS. You complaining about the price for Sunday ticket? Come on over to Patreon, man. Enjoy the game with us. All right? Patreon.com slash NB9ERS. All right? You guys know already, I'm your guy, Mike Andrews 83 on Twitter. You can follow me over there if you want. I don't do a lot of tweeting, but, you know, it is what it is. Now. I got it. I got All right. Hold on. All right. So 
Whew. I am here, guys. I'm hot. I'm about to take, start taking some clothes off. I'm sorry. Y'all going to have to just see this. It's, oh, man. It's not my fault. I'll put something else on, I promise. I promise I'll put something else on. But, guys, man, I feel like, maybe, I think I feel like the 49ers, right? I think I feel like how the team feels right now. We kind of backing up a little bit. We're coming out of our shell a little bit. We get to be a little bit more of ourselves. All right. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Yo, I don't know. Yo, I'm not like I'm not kidding. I'm really like starting to sweat over here. So I had to take off the shirt that I had on. Um, so I apologize. Uh, in, in advance, guys, let me take a sip of some soda. I know it's not the best thing for you, but it's really, 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 really light ginger ale. It shouldn't be too bad for me either, right? We got this, like, soda stream thing here, no promo, uh, but I like to make mine with very little syrup in them. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, she, my daughter found the tightest possible 49er shirt. No, it's fine. I'll make it work. It's super duper tight. It's one of my favorite ones, too. I love this one. The black and the red. The split. But the problem is, this thing don't give away. There's no give to it, man. Y'all can see my areolas through the shirt. This is, this is, uh, no, no, I can't wear this one. It's okay. I can't even get my, my arms in there right now. It's all right. It's all right. Y'all just gonna have to deal with me the way that I am right now. <laughs> I just click on a strip show. Come on, man. Y'all got to chill out. Chippendales. Magic Mike Part 5. Did four of them? They made four of them. But guys, listen, I, I got I got to get the news. I got to get to what's going on with the 49ers, okay? So let me go ahead and get to uh, the latest rumors, the latest news concerning our favorite team, the San Francisco 49ers, all right? Um, you know, we've been... Really, really excited about what's going on in training camp and everything. And we've been talking about, you know, um, the NFL top 100. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Kyle Shanahan naming his starting quarterback. We're going to talk about the kickers. We're going to talk about wide receivers making the roster. We're going to talk about uh, what to expect going into the joint practices. Okay. So I think the most important thing is, yo, why is my hand so sticky right now? You know what, guys? I I'm sorry. I, I can't do a whole show like this. I, I need, all right, I know. All right, so I got to get this hand cleaned off. All right, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh or Kyle Shanahan, they're doing the same thing. They're doing the same thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Thank you. All right, so um, I guess we should probably start with the top 100, all right? Let's start with the top 100. Uh, the 49ers have eight players on this year's top 100. Let's change that ticker at the bottom there. All right, eight players in the top 100 for this year. And I am going to highlight all those guys, talk about their contribution. If I think they should have been ranked higher or lower. Actually, no, I'm not going to do that because then that's how I get in trouble. So the first guy on the 49ers to crack the top 100 this year is Dre Greenlaw. All right. He made the number 79. His, all right. Dre showing up at 79. That I'm actually very impressed with that. I'm very, very impressed with that. There's a lot of people. Wayne said on the show with me that uh, Dre Greenlaw 
is better in coverage than Fred Warner. And I thought that was one of the dumbest things that I had ever heard in my life. And then after that, I hear a lot of other people all of a sudden saying that Dre Greenlaw is really, really good in coverage. But I'm not here to downplay the man. I love what he brings to the team. I love the passion, the energy that he brings. Uh, and so I really was happy for him, you know? So shout out to him, Dre Greenlaw, making the NFL top 100. This guy that was after him, number 78, was Talanoa Hufunga, safety Talanoa Hufunga. Uh, a lot of people out there really, really like Huff. I, um, I, I, I was surprised by this one. Um, and I think that this is, how, how do I say this the right way? He played a very important role, very energetic. He's very similar to Dre Greenlaw, as a matter of fact. I think those two guys are actually really, really similar. It's interesting that they came in one right after the other. Um, you know, but Huff is a lot of energy. He just he brings a spark to the team. He, yeah, that's it. They, just like Dre Greenlaw, they bring like this spark, this emotional fuse. They ignite the team, you know, and he's he's there, man. You know, he was a, a pro bowler. And uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, man. I like I like seeing it. So c congratulations to him. I'm not gonna hate on him at all because that's just not what I do. That is just not what I do. All right. So the next one. All right. You got to wait a while now. Probably a couple episodes away. But Debo Samuel comes in at number sixty-one. Now the year before, Debo was number nineteen. And I'm not talking about jersey number. He just happened to fall in number 19 uh, in the NFL top 100. And the reason I think this is interesting is because players fall off year after year. And sometimes you'll hear about it. Sometimes you won't. Um, Tom Brady had one of the worst years he's ever had. And he came in on the top 100. What is happening? He came in the top 100, like really, really high. And so it really made me think, like, what is this list based off of? Is it based off of what they've done? Is it based off of what they're going to do, what they're expecting to do? Is it really how tough they are? Like, y'all just don't know about it? And so I, I can't figure this list out to save my life. Um, when Debo got his hands on the ball, he was dangerous. Debo was dangerous. Every time he got his hands on the ball. Why they had him fall from 19 all the way down to 61 is beyond me. You want to say that he didn't play a lot? Okay, that's cool. I respect that. But when Tom Brady did play a lot, the level of play was really, really bad. I think that they were just aware that maybe it was like Tom Brady's farewell. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe that's what it was. But shout out to Debo, man. I think he fell a little too far. I do. I do. Uh, I don't know where I would have put him. I don't remember the whole list, and I don't know what wide receivers they had ahead of them, but I, di I didn't like Debo not making the list, man. I mean, not 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 being this, uh, far down. I didn't like that. Next up, number 35, Christian freaking McCaffrey. All right. CMC is in the building, y'all. I thought this was low. I thought this was low. Maybe it's because I'm too close to the situation, right? But when you see what this kid has done 
to this 49ers team. People talk about what happens when Nick Bosa is on the field, how much we win. They talked about when Jimmy Garoppolo is on the field and how much we win. You've heard people talk about, oh, well, Brock Purdy was out there and, you know, he didn't lose any games that he finished. And so we got a great record because of Brock Purdy, too. And all that all of that is cool. All of that is cool. What I want to hear people start talking about is how any game Christian McCaffrey started for the 49ers, we won. Any game he started for the 49ers, we won in the regular season. In the regular season. I'm not I'm not talking about the postseason. Regular season, if he started for the Niners, we won. You can think back and go back, watch that Chiefs game. He was not the first guy on the field at the running back position. In fact, it was Debo Samuel. Debo was the guy back there in the running back position in that game. All right. So uh Christian McCaffrey deserved to be a lot higher. I mean, he had the he had the uh, triple header this year, catch, a run and a throw for a touchdown. Uh, and that that alone, he, sh- he should have been up there. He should have been up there. But I digress. I was very happy to see him on the list. And more importantly, the graphic had him in, as a 49er. Uh, he did it for two teams. He was really good for two teams this year. I just think he deserves a little bit more respect than that. But I digress. All right. Next on the list. Waited a while for this one. Number 19. George Kittle cracked the top 20. Now, I just got done talking about, you know, oh, forget the quarterbacks. CMC was the secret sauce. George Kittle really, really benefited from the addition of Brock Purdy. All of a sudden, George Kittle was back on everybody's radar as a top tight end in the NFL. I, for one, love seeing it. I was very happy for him, uh, very happy for us. You know, all of a sudden, he's, he's being targeted in the red zone. And by the way, I'm going to talk about the red zone a little bit later. I know I'm hearing a lot of stuff about quarterbacks not looking good in camp. I'm hearing that no quarterbacks are are separating themselves from the others. I'm hearing all that stuff said. But one thing I have heard consistently is that Brock Purdy will find the end zone if he gets down to the red zone. So, you know, uh, it, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. All right, so shout out to George Kittle, though, man, uh, making a successful in the areas we need them most, man. Still out there breaking tackles. Still out there uh, running past people and a, a, a kittle kittle over the middle. He is just a bad, bad man out there. Shout out to GK. I'm looking forward to him being even higher next year, all right? Fred Warner is the next guy on the list, man. Fred Warner, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I thought he was going to be top 10. I sincerely thought Fred Warner was going to be top 10, uh, but I was wrong. I was wrong. Fred Warner came in at 15. It's no disrespect. It is no disrespect at all. I liked I liked seeing him there uh, when it was all said and done. Wasn't what I thought, but doesn't mean I didn't like what I saw. Doesn't mean I didn't like it. Just not what I thought. That's all. And that's okay. That's okay. Uh, but Fred Warner is definitely one of the top interior linebackers in the whole NFL. Uh, and he should he should be in the top 10, in my opinion. But it is what it is. At least his peers still show him some respect. I don't know how many teams have two linebackers on the top 100 for the NFL this year. I just don't know. I don't know. All right. And then right after Fred Warner, he edges him out just a little bit. Big O.T. Trent Williams. Trent Williams comes in and number 14 
on the NFL's top 100 for this season, man. Now, Trent Williams is a monster. And it seems that he took a step back in a lot of different places. Uh, Madden, no longer the 99 club, right? NFL, top 100. No longer where he was, right? I mean, if you look at where he was in 2022, <laughs> Well, wait a minute. Wait a freaking second. You know what I just realized, y'all? Trent Williams came in the same exact place last year. Hold on now. Hold on. Is he that consistent? He came in number 14 in 2022 and 2023? That can't be right. Yeah, let me see. Hold on. Let me let me dig a little deeper here. 14, Trent Williams. Yes, sir. Up 28 spots last year. This year, he stays exactly the same. Wow. What? Oh, that is phenomenal. Salute to him, man. The pillar of consistency. We're going to need you this year, big fella. We're going to need that leadership. We're going to need you to make sure you hold everybody in there accountable. You know? Keep these guys honest. You know, that offensive line is really, really, really going to need your help, Trent Williams. Um, I'm going to talk about it a little bit later. I have hella concerns, hella concerns for this 49ers offensive line. I saw that that unofficial depth chart, and uh, we're going to talk about that today too. All right, we're going to talk about the 49ers unofficial depth chart. But I was, uh, I am worried about that right side of that offensive line. So you know, anyway, let me get back to this. Shout out to Trent Williams, man, that pillar of consistency. Keep on bringing it the way that you do, man. And then that was it for a long time. And people say, well, wait a minute. What about Bosa? The man came in at number four on the NFL top 100 list. Man, this is the highest ranked 49er player for this season. And I think that deserves some applause, man. Let's give it up for our guy. Some kind of bear, grizzly bear, brown bear. Man, he's Nick Bosa, man. He's Nick Bosa. Shout out to Nick Bosa, man. I, I love, 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 love seeing it. He said you better be dressed when you turn on the screen. <laughs> My family didn't bring me another T-shirt. They didn't bring me another T-shirt, guys. So when I come out of here, y'all are just going to see me in my glory, man. I'm sorry. Small bear. It's not baby bear. It's small bear. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me uh, let's see if we can find this uh, depth chart. I want to talk about this 49ers unofficial depth chart. All right. Boom. Boom, boom. Shake, shake the room. All right, here it is. Here it is. No, it's not. That's not it. That joint say 2019. 
All right. I'm getting the image, guys. Uh, Y'all going to have to bear with me for one second. I was trying to get an image so I could just pop it up there. Let me uh, let me get it from here. All right, here it is. I'm just going to steal my man's that everybody else is stealing. So, and I got some questions too. I have got some questions about this. Uh, the, the way this was reported today. I don't know who started this trend, but it bugged the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie to y'all. It really, really bugged me. But I digress. Let's get to it. Again, salute to all the 49er players that made the NFL top 100 this year. Uh, I, I commend all of those guys out there. Okay. Here it is, guys. The 2023 San Francisco 49ers unofficial depth chart. Okay. That's it right there. That's it right there. Now, there are some things that I want to discuss with you guys. Um, and obviously, you guys see it says Brock Purdy. Uh, for the backup, they put Trey Lance or Sam Darnold. And then they put the fourth string guy in Brandon Allen. Um, they're telling me I got to put another shirt on, babe. You can send one of the girls in here with a shirt for me. What is what? What is happening? Y'all coming back in here? Oh, all right. So, um, I guess we should we should probably start with the quarterback news, right? Why is this doing this now? Let's start with the quarterback news, guys. Let me just go ahead and do this. Let's start with the quarterback news. All right. The unofficial depth chart doesn't mean anything, but I told y'all I had a little problem with it, right? The problem I had with it was how I saw it being reported on Twitter. Everybody was putting quotation marks around the word unofficial. Like, why Why were they doing that? Did anybody else see this on Twitter? I just thought it was, I just thought it was weird. Matter of fact, let me just do a screen share. I want y'all to see. I'm, I'm throwing shots at my man, Wayne Breezy. He's not here to defend himself. All right, she bought me a jersey to put on, y'all. Y'all happy now? See? Look, uh, Fred Warner, man. Let's go. Let's go, baby. I got you, Fred. Y'all happy now? Huh? I'll sweat for y'all. Oh, shit. My hair. Forgot I got a lot of hair. I'm stuck. Jafar, I'm stuck. Oh, that hurt. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. Woo! Okay. So, I want y'all to see this, how I saw it today, on the timeline. Everybody is talking about the 49ers unofficial depth chart, but they keep putting the word unofficial in quotations. Look, Wayne did it here. The unofficial, like, as if, like, it's wink, wink, nod, nod. Just a reminder that it's unofficial. It it says it right in the graphic, right there. Unofficial. We don't have to, what? Look, the first unofficial. All right, Tracy didn't do that. Respect to Tracy. I like that. Lombardi didn't do it, but I kept seeing it in quotation marks today. All right, so maybe only two people did it. Nope. Look, look, WebZone did it. WebZone did it. I just don't understand why they did it. But Kyle Shanahan definitely decided on the starting quarterback, guys. I know y'all see it here as Brock Purdy. And I have proof. I have evidence to share with you guys. 
and why it is going to be Brock Purdy. All right. So the first thing was his interview that he did. Um, I'm sorry, his presser. No, it wasn't the presser that came first. All right, man. I see. Oh, you see the setup? Huh? You digging? Digging? You jealous? Yeah, you jealous. You jealous. Okay. All right. All right. All right. See you later, man. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. Come again. Oh, I wasn't supposed to do that. No, I'm still going. I'm still, I'm still live. Uncle G just rude. So here's the uh the first video that I want y'all to see here. All right. Let me uh what is happening here? Okay, this is an ad that does playing. Okay. So Kyle Shanahan is on with NFL Network. They're there talking to him. I'm going to do a screen share here. Let's get this up here. Present screen share. We're going to pull up this YouTube joint right here. Okay. Now, this is... All right. So Steve Mariucci, Coach, Coach Mooch, was like, yo, let's let's just cut to the chase, Kyle. Like, what's what? What's good? What's the good word? And Kyle, he delivered. Here, check this out, guys. Let me turn. Wayne games that he did in practice, and we had seven games with them, and he played as high of a level as I believe this guy. Here we go. And I was like, yeah, but that's practice. Yeah, yeah, this is real. So don't hold me to it yet. And he came Give in. Give me thumbs up if That he did in practice, and we had seven games with them, and he played as high of a level as I believe he could play. And yeah. um, it's kind of what made it easy going into this year. Is he going to be ready? Those seven oh, games. Yeah, he's going to be ready. He's going to be ready. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's, he's ready now. And and he's going to be doing no limitations right now in practice. Oh no, there's no limitations in practice. You know, we give him an extra off day. I think that ends sometime next week. But that was it. Had a program you guys that missed we planned it. on since June. You guys missed it. I'm sorry. He's ready now. And and he's going to be doing. And he played as high a level as I believe he could play. He and, played as high as um, level. It's kind of what made it easy going into this year. Is he going to be ready? Those seven That's oh, what yeah, made it easy for us going into this year. That's what made it easy for us going into this year. It was an easy decision, guys. It was an easy decision. Brock Purdy is going to be your 2023 starting quarterback for your San Francisco 49ers. He is officially going to be the starting quarterback for your San Francisco 49ers. And if you didn't believe that, if you needed a little bit more proof, I got it for you right here. Check this out. Indicated at the start of training camp that you would maybe uh, address some of the reps issues in the preseason game. Does, does that mean fewer for uh, Brock in that game so that uh, the two other guys can get more? Which game? Um, I mean, I doubt Brock plays. Um, we haven't fully decided it yet. I doubt Brock plays. We haven't fully decided. Here I am thinking, oh, that's about the pitch count. That's about, you know, the, the, the two or three games on, a game off, two or three games on, a game off. So, you know, Matt asked him uh, the pitch count, uh, the you know, the reps in the game against Oakland. And he said, Brock's probably not going to play. We haven't decided yet. But then listen. I mean, usually when we go scrimmage against guys, I rarely play our starters. Um, usually when we scrimmage against guys, I don't play our starters. That's why he was saying Brock Purdy isn't going to play. He's a starter. He is in that started. game so that uh, the two other guys can get more. Which game? Um, I mean, I doubt Brock plays. Um, we haven't fully decided it yet. I mean, usually when we go scrimmage against guys, I rarely play our starters. Um, that's usually my plan going to it because a little more into the practices and the games. 
Um, but I've changed my mind a couple times too, based off how those practices go. So um, usually that's our plan, but we'll see how those practices go. There you have it, folks. There you have it, straight from the Bama's mouth. Wasn't you at Hove show scared to pull the cameras out? Huh? That's it. Who's going to be the starter? It's that guy right there. Who's going to be the starter? It's that guy right there. You see his name over my hair? Huh? Brock Purdy, man, let's, let's give my man a round of applause. Let's give Brock Purdy a round of applause for being named the San Francisco 49ers starting quarterback for the 2023 NFL season. All respect to you, my man, Brock. Happy for you. Good job. All right. Now, I know some of y'all out there can't wait to kick my back in. Oh, I said Oakland. You know what I meant. I meant I meant the Raiders. So I know some of y'all can't wait to kick my back in, right? Well, oh, Mike, you said that it's going to be you said that there was nothing Brock Purdy could do to Well, what about the time when you said, now listen, now listen. I said, I don't think Brock Purdy is going to be the starter going into this year. I said, I don't care if he wins the Super Bowl. It has to be some all-star type of performance in order for Kyle to just say, oh, Lance, you're not the guy. It's Brock. I sincerely thought and felt that Trey Lance wasn't going to lose his job to injury. How many injuries did we see Jimmy come back from over and over and over, despite all the frustration with Jimmy Garoppolo? And then when, when asked about it at pressers, Kyle Shanahan said over and over multiple times, well, you know, you don't lose your job to injury. Jimmy was a starter. He got hurt. He's healthy. He's going to play now. These aren't my words. Kyle Shanahan said this over and over and over at the podium. Every time he went right back to Jimmy Garoppolo. Even two years ago, when Jimmy got hurt, Trey Lance came in against Houston, where fans said, hey, let's ride this thing out with this guy. The fans are all bought in. They felt like he had more time. He knew the system better. And the fans saw what he did in that second half. And they said, yeah, we need to see more of this guy. And Kyle went right back to Jimmy. Right back to him. And his excuse was, he's healthy. He's going to play. You don't lose your job to injury. But now, apparently you can lose your job to injury. Now it seems to be all right. Now it seems to be okay. But did the replacement for Jimmy win seven straight? Did the replacement for Jimmy play seven straight? What, what are we saying here? He won one. He won one. He can't, he can't win games if he doesn't play them. Now, I want to be very clear here. I'm happy for Brock. I believe that Brock will be okay. I believe that we will win games with Brock Purdy. But I don't like the double standard. I, I don't I don't like the rule for one guy and, and then the rule doesn't apply for the other guy. I, I just don't like it. I think that I think that this team invested far too much into Trey Lance. 
the scrutiny they put themselves under that whole first year by not playing him. It, that right there immediately divided the fan base. The first division of the fan base was when you traded up to three and didn't know who you were going for. You you traded for a spot and then started to study and evaluate and put a lot of time and effort into these different quarterbacks. That's what you guys did. That's what you guys did, Kyle and John and staff. You guys said, we're going to trade up to this position and we're going to find somebody that we like. And Kyle was open about it. He he eventually came out and said, yeah, I like Mac Jones. But then when we got up there, we looked around and we felt that Trey Lance would be the guy if he came in and he got time to develop and we didn't rush things. We thought that Trey Lance would be the guy. And they they stuck to their guns. But that was the first thing. That was the first time you divided the fan base about this position. Everybody was happy. No, mostly everybody was happy that you were moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo. For who was the argument now? Oh, we want Justin Fields. Oh, we want Mac Jones. Oh, we want Trey Lance. Oh, we want Zach, Zach Wilson. Like there, there was all this back and forth over and on, over go, going over and over and over and over. Right? And that's cool. I get that. And then we get Trey Lance. And after you draft the guy, the talk is, well, he's got to play right away. You don't trade up all that capital to put this guy in right away. You, you have to do it. You have to. You, you didn't get him to bench him. Kyle said, nope. No, we have a plan, and we're going to stick to it. He's not going to be the guy this year. Then there's the finger injury and all that stuff that happened. And he was right. They stuck with their plan. We want him to learn the playbook. We want him to practice. He did that. Boom. The following year comes, and you name him the starter with Jimmy still on the roster. And you were still ready to move on. You were adamant that Jimmy was not the guy. That's, that's what it was. You knew Jimmy wasn't the guy. You knew Trey was the guy. And you were ready to move on. Cool. Then Trey gets hurt, and all of a sudden, you can lose your job to injury. And I was very happy that Jimmy was here. I was very happy that Brock was here. And I am grateful for what all three of those men did for that team last year. Very grateful for it. But somebody has to get in trouble. Somebody needs to be reprimanded. And maybe it happened already. But if Trey Lance is not the guy, y'all gave up all that draft capital and Trey Lance is not the guy, you're going you're gonna to start Mr. Relevant. Kyle doesn't even care to try and see what Trey Lance could look like with Christian McCaffrey, Thiebel, Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Kyle Juszczyk, all on the field at the same time. He's not remotely close to seeing all of that with a starting offensive line. He is making this decision based off of split reps with Trey Lance and Sam Darnold behind a makeshift offensive line. He is comfortable making this decision there. And that's cool. Y'all know I fuck with Kyle. I got, I, got, I got no beef with Kyle. I don't like how this situation was handled. I would have been personally okay with seeing Trey Lance go out there and fail through four games. And then Kyle said, look, I can't do this. You guys saw what we did last year. I can't let the season go to waste. We got a lot of veterans on this team. We got a lot of guys where their guarantees are up. We have to win now. Sorry, Trey. This ain't it. I would have been cool with that. I would have been cool with that. We always start the season rough anyway, right? That's usually how we start. We start on some two and two shit, right? Go out there and see that. That's fine. 
but you're not even you're not even a little intrigued to see what it is. You're not even a little curious to see what your brain trust told you this guy was going to be and could be and the, none of that at all. Just, uh, okay, we like what Purdy did. All right. Well, that's cool. We're here now. We are here now. All right. And again, this is not a bitch fest. This is not me complaining. This is me telling you guys how I feel about the situation. This is not a reflection on Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy could be undefeated the rest of his career. That is not what I'm discussing right now. This is completely separate. I am talking about a team, a front office, and a head coach that trades up all that draft capital for four starts. And you have made a decision that he is not the guy. Those are the kind of decisions that get front offices wiped out. Those are the kind of decisions that get GMs removed from their position. Those are the kind of decisions that get head coaches fired. Fired. Kyle Shanahan has been here for seven, eight years now, and we still have quarterback questions. Most coaches don't get those, doesn't don't get that kind of leash. But at the same time, most coaches don't get to NFC championships at this clip either. Right. So I understand why Kyle is here. This is not me saying Kyle should be fired. I'm not talking about Kyle, but somebody up there in the decision making error, some someone made some mistakes somewhere. Someone made some mistakes up there. Nina Vega, thanks for the super chat. First one of the show here. I appreciate it. He says, in Kyle's mind, he doesn't care who starts the season. Can he finish it? The way we go through QBs, we need all three, bottom line. And that, listen, listen, I'm going to flash back to this unofficial depth chart. And yes, we are going to need some quarterbacks this year. We are going to need them. But I think Kyle is willing to let certain guys play through injuries. I do. Once Kyle likes a guy, once Kyle likes a quarterback, that quarterback is in there if he can walk. That quarterback is going to be in there. He put he put Brock Purdy back in the super, I mean the NFC championship game, and his arm was about to fall off. Jimmy Garoppolo, his last injury, the one going into that Texans game, that ankle thing, was supposed to be a four to six week injury. He missed one game. Because Kyle liked Jimmy that much. He missed one game. It's not what I reported. This is this is what everybody said. This is what the report said. Jimmy said is a high ankle sprain. I'm probably going to be out a couple of weeks, but you know, I'll be back as soon as I can. And he was there the following week. Jimmy said it was really bad. Kyle went to the podium and was like, nah, he'll be okay. And Jimmy's going to play next week. But yes, yes, Niner Vega, you are absolutely correct. Let me show you. Let me let me show you this unofficial depth chart. <laughs> Look at the right side of this offensive line. Can y'all see? It? Zoom in on that bad boy if you can. Look, look at <laughs> Cole McKivitz, Matt Pryor, Leroy Watson, Alfredo Gutierrez. Look at the guard position. Spencer Burford, John Feliciano, Joey Fisher. 
we we're, we're going to be in some trouble guys we are going to be in some trouble i can't, i can't believe colton McKivitz. and and again this is the unofficial thing but this guy was a free agent they they had him on the team and let him go and you're telling me that this was the plan all along it just doesn't make any sense but then again hey what do i know right nothing this entire offseason has made any sense to me none of it has I, I and I'm I'm not a decision maker for a reason. I am not a decision maker for a reason. But if you guys are going to sit here and tell me with a straight face that you think four games you've seen enough, I would say that you're biased. I would say you're biased. I just don't believe that anybody that you gave up that much capital for should get four starts, and that's it. I just. It's weird to me. It's weird to me. Now, this isn't saying that this is the end of Trey Lance. It doesn't mean that his his days are over here in, in Santa Clara with the 49ers or any any of that. This just means he's not in there right now. It just means that he's not the starter. And I'm never going to wish anything bad on Brock Purdy. I'm never going to cheer against him. I'm not going to be one of those guys when he throws a pick. Oh, I told you so. If Trey Lance was in there. Don't, guys, stop. Stop. Like, let's let's not be those type of people all right let's just let's just chill out and and really enjoy 49ers football let's make sure that we are all cheering for the same thing come on guys like we got to get behind this i know there's a lot of people out there that wanted to be lance hell i i actually saw some people really believing it was going to be sam darnold I mean, we, hey, maybe maybe Sam Donald will be your your QB too. Maybe Sam Donald will be your QB too. All right. So we'll we'll see what happens. We will absolutely see what happens. So again, shout out to Brock Purdy being named the starter. This offensive line is definitely going to need some help, guys. Um, and I'm I'm not just saying that trying to be funny either. Like this offensive line looked terrible. I've I have heard about so many would be sacks in camp. I have heard about so many, oh man, like the, the reports from camp today. Drops. Heard about a bunch of drops, you know, and it, it is what it is. I, I'm really looking forward to these joint practices. I want to see the guys put up a fight. I am so happy that we're going to get to go against Max Crosby in these joint practices. I These guys need to learn. And they need to learn against a really, really good player. Nick Bosa's not been in camp. These offensive linemen could really use the experience of going up against a technician like him. And he's not there in camp. By the way, expect to hear something about Nick Bosa tomorrow. Um, they could really, really use the experience. The, techni the technician that is Nick Bosa in camp. You have two new guys. Come on. We, we need them. We need them in there. We need them in there. All right. Um, but knowing the offensive line, knowing who the quarterback is now, I want to ask you guys this question. What wide receivers do you think will make this roster? All right. For those of you who don't remember, we have Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Ray Ray McLeod, Jawan Jennings, Chris Conley, Danny Gray. Ronnie Bell, Willie Sneed, Daz Newsom, Isaiah Winstead. 
Tay Martin. Those are the wide receivers for the San Francisco 49ers right now during training camp. And my question to you guys is, which ones do you think make this roster? And I want you guys to think about the offensive line, and I want you to think about the quarterback. That is Brock Purdy. So give me your six. Give me your six. Let me know what you guys think. All right. Let me know what you guys think. Say Conley won't. All right. I got BA, Debo, Jawan Jennings, Ray Ray, and Gray. Only five for me. Okay, Kurt. I respect that. I respect that. Ray, Ray, and Gray. Are you saying that they won't make the roster? Is that what you're saying? What you mean by that, E? Ray, Ray, and Gray, what, they won't make the roster? Well, this, this is what I'm thinking. And I'm being completely honest with you guys. I think the wide receivers need to be the guys that we saw out there last year. With this offensive line looking the way it is, with the report from camp, Every single day is all these would-be sacks, would-be sacks, would-be sacks. Then we hear about the different drops and stuff like that. I think that if you're going to keep Brock Purdy in there, you got to keep those same exact weapons with him. It sucks because guys like Ronnie Bell, they deserve a shot. Guys like Danny Gray, who were with this team last year, they deserve a shot. But Ray Ray McLeod, I mean, all right, maybe as a returner, right? If you want to keep one of those guys as a returner, cool, that's different. But as far as being a weapon, it's going to be Ayuk. It's going to be Debo. It's going to be Jawan Jennings. I mean, McLeod had, what, a couple of catches from from Brock. That's it. That's it. There's no need to try to incorporate Danny Gray into this offense right now. There's no need. There's no need. There's no need to try to incorporate Ronnie Bell into this offense right now. We are going to need everybody that we know has a little bit of chemistry and rhythm with Brock Purdy. He's coming back from an injury. This offensive line looks like shit. And now you want to throw in some new faces at the receiver position? I just don't think that's how it should go down this year. I just don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Oh, man. <clears throat> All right. So that's what I think about the wide receivers making the roster. I think we should keep it as tight as possible. Hopefully they can stash some of these guys on practice squad um, and, you know, get them some reps with Brock and all that stuff throughout camp next year. Maybe Brock won't be on the pitch count. And he can get a little bit more reps, you know, cycle these guys in some. But I did not like hearing about all the drops, man. These 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 guys are not looking good. They are not looking good. All right. Um, so we went over Kyle names as starter. We went over the unofficial depth chart, wide receivers making the roster. All kickers matter. Boom, baby. Guys, I heard something today that made me smile from the inside out. It started with a smile in my stomach, and I didn't know what was going on. I thought maybe I had the bubble guts or something. I was like, whoa, whoa, what, what the heck? 
is happening. And if you guys look at the unofficial depth chart, you see that it says Jake Moody or Zane Gonzalez. They're being cute. They are being really, really cute. Because let me tell you all right now. They said Jake Moody kicked two 60-yard field goals today. Not one, two of them. And they said with room to spare, one of them would have been good from 65 yards, y'all. 65 yards. Do y'all remember the 49ers having to punt from their own 35-yard line? I remember. I remember. Um, Robbie pulled something out, you know, just a little bit outside. I was sitting here like, wait, what? We're punting right now? That's what we're about to do? From the 35-yard line, it would have been a 53-yard attempt. 53-yard attempt, and we punted the ball. I remember. I remember very, very well. I was upset. I was upset. But I just want to show y'all, I just want to show y'all what was on the timeline today. Uh, about Jake Moody in practice. Because kickers matter. Shout out to my man, Jason Aponte. I know this will be his favorite portion of the show right here. So, you know, stand up. Jersey, what up? Jersey, what's up? All right. Look at this. Rookie Jake Moody kicked two 60-yard field goals during practice today without a miss. Jake Moody attempted a pair of 60-yard field goals today during a move-the-ball period. Both would have been good from... Oh. Milpitas. That's the city, by the way, guys. So that was like, this is this is Matt Burrow throwing something. Like, if you're not out here, you don't know. I'm sitting here like, what the hell is that? But I remember seeing that on the highway sign. So, yeah, look at that. Look at that. Jake Moody easily clears his field goal attempts from 60-plus yards in mine. Uh, is mind-blowing the way he did it. I'm sorry. The way Jake Moody easily clears field goal attempts from 60-plus yards is mind-blowing. It shouldn't be that easy. Come on. Both of them were good from a comfortable margin. Rookie kicker Jake Moody drilled a 58-yard field goal with ease today. A couple minutes later, he pounded a 60-yard field goal that hit the back fence. It would have been good from at least 66 yards. Moody's success on long field goals has been consistent through training camp. Jake Moody made 260-plus yarder today. Light work for this man. Remember, y'all were upset with that pick? Laughing my ass off. <laughs> huh? Huh, now this is something that's going to get me excited. I don't, I know y'all don't care. Y'all just hear, oh, it's not a big deal, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yo, nah, clap it up for my man. Clap it up for my man, Jake Moody. Come on, man. Where, where's my applause at? Why? Clap. There you go. Got rookie of the year. Let's go, man. Jake Moody. That's what I'm talking about, man. Drilling 60 yarders in his sleep. In his sleep. Like it's nothing. Nada. Huh? All right. Let me see what else I got here, man. Uh, oh, the last topic I have here is heading into joint practices. Heading into joint practices, what is it that we want to see, right? Uh, are, are, are you guys expecting anything from these joint practices? Anything at all? I, I, I talked about one of them already. Uh, I mentioned that, you know, uh, I mentioned that 
the the team could really benefit from going against Max Max Crosby. Hopefully, he's not on the pitch count. You know, a lot of times these these veterans, these these uh, superior guys, they get some preferential treatment. You know, he might only go out there for a couple of snaps. I mean, if I'm being completely honest with you guys, if he's been a little rusty this off season during training camp, then I would send him out there a little bit. You know, but if he's been looking like he's in mid mid season form already, if I'm him, if I'm his coaching staff, I am not putting him in there against some guys who are trying to make a roster. I am not putting my star pass rusher out there against somebody who is trying to make a name for themselves. Someone who's trying to show that they belong here. Because that's how people over pursue. They drag down guys. They hold and they horse collar. And I mean, that's how you get injuries when these guys are just doing too much, especially in practice. So I don't think it's going to be a good look. I don't think it's going to be a good look. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the greatest four nine says, I expect some spicy fights and brawls. You know, if this was a 49ers game against the Vegas Raiders, I might be with you about seeing some smoke in the stands. But this is practice, man. This is practice, and I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I don't think so, man. Uh, excited to see Jimmy with a different offensive coordinator versus our defense and am not excited to see our cornerbacks versus Adams. See, Mark, this is a little different for me. This is a little bit different for me. Um, I think our guys can afford to go against some elite quarterbacks. They're saying Brandon Ayuk has been working everybody this year, right? They're saying he's working everybody. Good. Let these corners keep getting whooped. That's what I want to see. I want to see these guys go out there and get better. I don't want them to be, I don't want them to go out there and, and not learn anything. I want to see these guys get whooped. And I wish I could see these practices. I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't say much. I would say very, very, very vague stuff like, yo, Kyle really was holding Jimmy Garoppolo back. Or, yo, Kyle was really protecting Jimmy Garoppolo, y'all. This dude looks terrible. Like that's that's I I just want to see that. I just want to see who was really at fault. You know, you heard you heard Jimmy at the podium frequently saying, I guys, look, y'all don't ask me about why I don't throw downfield, okay? I, I I execute the plays that are called. That's it. You got to take that up with, with Kyle. With a smile on his face. No shame. And then this year, this year, you know, Jimmy said all that last year. He said all that. I felt like he was saying it because he knew he was out of this building. He knew he was gone. He knew he had nothing to worry about. Can y'all still hear me? Give me, give me a thumbs up if y'all can still hear me out there. I touched the wire. Want to make sure that everything is okay. Um, you know, and and Jimmy, he he threw those shots thinking, I ain't going to be back. I don't care. So, all right, thank y'all. I see it. Cool. So, you know, he goes out there. He throws shots at Kyle, thinking I'm out the door. Mooch said that he talked to Jimmy last year on the field and said, no, nah, I'll be traded soon. I don't know where I'm going, but I'll be traded soon. Everybody expected Jimmy to be gone. Jimmy expected Jimmy to be gone. And then out of nowhere, he's back. Not only is he back, he's the starter for the Niners two weeks later. 
two weeks later. And here we go. More of the same. I remember the Denver Broncos game. Terrible, right? Here we go. After he went out there and torched the freaking Seahawks, he looked like boo-boo. He looked like boo-boo against the Broncos. And I said, oh, man, Jimmy's back. And then the Niners went back behind the scenes and they said, hey, listen, man, Jimmy hadn't practiced all year. Jimmy didn't get any reps. So, you know, we stuck with the Trey Lance game plan. And it looked good. Let's open the shit back up for Jimmy. Let's open, let's be a little bit more aggressive with Jimmy this year. And they did. And Jimmy, to me, looked really, really good last year. I know some of y'all were over him. I know some of y'all were waiting for him to make those same mistakes. Jimmy looked very different last year, y'all. He looked very different. He looked more decisive. He looked more confident. I can't tell y'all how many times I've watched that, that Cardinals game. He looked good. And I think that's why I'm okay with Brock Purdy. I didn't see much of a difference between Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo. And I know everyone sits here and says, oh, they did this different, they did that different, and all that stuff. That shit wasn't that different to me. It wasn't that different to me. So, you know, I mean, it 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 is what it is. I'm confident. I was confident in Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm going to be confident in Brock Purdy. But my point is this. Jimmy said, you held me back. Kyle said, well, fuck it. Now go do it. And Jimmy did it. He absolutely did it. So now I want to see. See, y'all sitting here saying, well, we excited. We're going to sit here and see what this defense does to Jimmy. They know Jimmy so well. They know Jimmy better than Jimmy knows Jimmy, and they know what he's afraid of. They're going to disguise stuff, and y'all are expecting to hear how dominant this 49ers defense is going to be against Jimmy Garoppolo. But Jimmy knows this defense, too. Jimmy knows this defense, too, y'all. Come on now. Come on now. And, Kurt, yeah, you're absolutely correct. I, I, I wasn't going through all the different – I was talking about the throws. Let me be very clear what I was talking about. I'm not – I wasn't going through and saying there are no differences between the two guys. I am talking about the throws, the depth of the throws and all that stuff. It wasn't like Jimmy went out and then we got this gunslinger in there. That that did not happen. That That's what I was talking about. Yeah, but, no, I, I, I absolutely love Brock Purdy's mobility. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Once he stopped doing that backward spin shit to the left, I was cool with it. All right, but um, but yeah, Jimmy know Jimmy knows his defense, y'all. He knows the guys that are being protected by the other guys on this defense, and so I'm looking forward to that as well. Jimmy, slice and dice these dudes. They've been talking shit about you all year. This is the same defense that everybody said carried your ass to the Super Bowl. They carried your ass that whole season. Who made who? Let's put it to rest. We get a couple practices against each other, and I want you to go out there and show your ass. And I am okay with a round-by-round count. Day one, the 49ers defense win. Day two, Jimmy Garoppolo and that offense went that I want to see that. I want to see some hard fought back and forth. I don't want to see a one-sided thing for anybody. 
I want our DBs to go out there and really have to put up with the problem that is uh, Adams. I want them to have to go out there and go up against the guy that people said is the better running back between him and Christian McCaffrey and Jacobs. I want that. I want that smoke. I want this offensive line to go out there up against Max Crosby. That's what I want to see. I want us to get better from this, not go out there and dominate. Not go out there and it'd be a waste of time. Let's learn something from this experience. Let's go and have to work. Let's go and have to work. I want this to be tougher than the game. That's what I want. I want this to be tougher than the game. Let's get better. Let's get better. So I don't expect any fights, not to say that there won't be any. The Niners are a chippy, chippy group. Fred Warner talks a lot of shit. Greenlaw likes to hit. Uh, Talanoa Hufunga lets his pass. He's, he's the most soft-spoken, calm, level-headed, loving person I have ever seen in front of a microphone. But he plays violent as shit. Someone's going to smack the... Some, some, someone's going to pop him. Someone's going to pop him. Someone's going to pop him. You know what I'm saying? He He's going to get it. And I, I'm anxious to see how how the team reacts. I don't want to hear about any fights. I don't want to hear about anybody throwing anybody, punching helmets and, and snatching face masks and stuff like that. Hard hits, let the pads do the talking. Let the pads do the talking. That's what I want to see. All right, what we got in here? What we got in here? Jimmy about to get beat up. I can't wait the Sunday game, 49ers and Raiders. He's not going to play against the first team defense anyway in this joint practice. Expect to see more Hoyer than Jimmy. Okay, I hear y'all. I hear y'all. From what I'm hearing, though, Jimmy's been struggling. They may want to put him out there, just so y'all know. Just so y'all know. They, they, they want him to get acclimated. Just remember, he started a little bit later than everybody else. It took him a while to pass that physical. Jacobs won't be out there. All right. Raiders are dumb not to pay him. I agree. He 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 is that dude. Mike is right on brand. He's caping up for mediocrity. I don't I don't even know what we're talking about right here. I, I don't know what mediocrity we're talking about. Facts. Oh, wrong one. Facts. I don't know. I don't know what that was in reference to either. Jaguayo, thanks for the super chat. My man says here. What I want is running backs, quarterbacks, defensive line, and O-line, no injuries. Hey, I'm with you, man. Get out of there healthy. Get out of there healthy. But I still think that they need to learn from each other. I think they need to learn from each other. How do you guys feel about Jimmy G to the Raiders? Do you guys miss him? Don't forget, Jimmy G took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you guys forgot about that. Is this who is he new here? Is he new here? T, what's going on, man? What's going on, good brother? Good to see you out there, man. Good to see you. Thanks for stopping by the show today. I appreciate that, man. All right. Eh. Eh. And guys, man, look, that's all I really got for y'all. I, I don't have much else, man. This was a nice, smooth, relaxing show. I'm excited to be doing shows. I'm excited that I got my my equipment back, man. I I am really really excited. Um, 
you know, a couple of couple of changes and modification. And uh, you know, we're 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 here. We are here, man. Tell somebody about us, man. Go out there and tell them, hey, Mike's gonna tell y'all how he feels about shit. How I feel. And by the way, that's another thing, too. We need we need to talk about something really quick, y'all. Don't be afraid to say how you feel. Don't be, don't let the fear of I told you sowers stop you from voicing your opinion. Don't be afraid to be wrong. This is sports. You know why sports are so great? You know what makes sports so good? It's the fact that you don't know the outcome. When you feel like it's fixed, people tune out. When you feel like there's interference or a script, you tune out, right? Like, remember when you guys learned that wrestling was fake? Honestly, do you, do you remember the moment that it happened? I remember. I remember the moment it happened. I hated WCW when I was a kid. When me growing up, it was WWF versus WCW. And you couldn't tell me WWF was real, was not real. There was this guy named Papa Shango came out. Hey, and this is the first time I had ever seen this guy. It's the first time I ever saw this guy. He came out, he had like little heads. I thought it was like cloves of onions and garlic or something like that, right? But it was like little tiny heads. He was supposed to be like this witch doctor. And my favorite wrestler was the Ultimate Warrior. And, pa- and he's in the ring, and Papa Shango comes out, and he's shaking something, like the staff he's got, and he's holding up these little heads, and he's just mumbling some... I, I don't know what the fuck he was saying. And then the Ultimate Warrior just starts vomiting in the ring. He's just throwing up in the middle of the ring from this guy saying something he falls on the ground he's like convulsing he's holding his stomach and he walks out and i started crying i'm like no what's happening i was really really upset i was terrified that a person could do that to somebody from across the room for no reason at all and you know what happened? Somebody I knew was there. They sent me a picture of him afterwards. With no makeup. Well, they didn't send it to me because this was before then. But they brought it back. No makeup. Mike, he's fine. This was after the match. Wait, what? What? You mean to tell me that that was that was fake but then there's moments in wrestling there's moments in wrestling where something goes a little wrong and you think oh shit is real owen hart head on the turn oh man terrible 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 right rest in peace to those guys but my point is this what makes nfl and sports in general so fantastic is the fact that you don't know. And if you knew, you would always be right. But you just don't know. You can say, I think we're the better team. 
You can say, I think this guy is faster. I think this guy has a better arm. You can say, I think this guy will turn into this. You can say, I think this team will do X, Y, and Z. But you just don't know. How many people out there thought that 2020 was going to be the 49ers year? That was hashtag revenge tour. It was all we talked about heading back into the season. We're going to be back. We're going to be better. We're going to be faster and stronger. Y'all wait and see. It's one of the worst years, most disappointing years ever. If we knew, it wouldn't even be fun. It wouldn't be entertaining. It wouldn't be. And so don't let people talk you out of your stances. You're right until you're wrong. You have the right to believe it until you're wrong. Now, don't be stubborn. Don't be stubborn, right? Like, I can't keep walking around saying, oh, I think Brock Purdy is going to be the the, sec- the backup. I can't, I can't keep saying that. Kyle is talking to us at the podium. Brock Purdy probably won't play against the Raiders because after joint practices, we don't usually play our starters. Brock Purdy's the starter. And if that wasn't loud enough, look at the scrimmage snaps, that the snaps that the snap counts that are coming out from training camp. When Brock Purdy's on the field, he's only taking reps with the ones. He's telling you guys. I, I can sit here and say, I think Trey Lance deserves a shot at blah, 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 blah. I can say, I thought Trey Lance was going to be the starter because blah, 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 blah. But don't sit here and keep saying, yep, Trey Lance is going to be the starter. You guys wait. You wait and see. Something's going to happen. You'll see. He'll be starting week one. Don't you worry. Now you just look stubborn. Now you just look hard-headed. Now you just look like, you know, you just, you're just grasping the straws. But you're getting, you're getting the information, and you should receive the information. Sean, thank you for the super chat. He says here, how much should we put in the Purdy's struggles? Do you think he's actually working on his flaws? I mean, during live bullets. Oh, Sean, you're going to get me in some trouble here. There are a lot of Purdy lovers in this chat. You're going to get me in trouble. Rest in peace to China. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Here we go. She's so hell in the football is fake, too. <laughs> Y'all are cracking. All right, I'm going to answer the question because, you know, it's super chat. This is what I do. But uh, how much are we putting in Purdy struggles? I, I think we should put something into it. I think we do. I think we should put something into all the quarterback struggles, though. So first, let me answer how much we put into the, his struggles. You shouldn't put any more into his struggles than anybody else's. In fact, if you're gonna if you're gonna weigh him, his he he should have a little bit of a handicap because he's coming back from an injury on his throwing arm. You know what I'm saying? So if you're if you're gonna be concerned about anything, it should be the other guys who don't have those injuries on their throwing arms. You should be more concerned with those guys, all right? But from everything that I keep seeing, hearing, and reading, he's taking the safe check downs. He's throwing the ball less than 10 yards. He, I mean, he, he's, he's Jimmy G 2019. This is, we want wins. That's, that's why we are going with Brock Purdy because they said that we, he, he wins games, right? That's, this is what Purdy does. He wins games. This is what Jimmy Garoppolo did. He won games. That's what we're here for. We're here to win games. And so if if Checkdown Charlie is making an appearance, but we're going to win games that way, then damn it, that's what we got to do. I think he'll loosen up some more. 
Uh, and that goes to the next thing. Do you think he is actually working on his flaws? And he says, I mean, during live bullets. This part, I don't think so. I don't think he has to. I don't think he has to. I think Purdy knows that this is his job. I think Purdy is well aware that no matter what happens in practice, Trey Lance cannot unseat him. You can't take what I did on the field versus what you did in practice, and you beat me. It doesn't happen. Trey Lance can go out there and complete every single pass. Sam Darnold can throw four for four, and all four of them be touchdowns. And Brock Purdy can throw six interceptions in a row. It's not going to matter until they get on the field. It's not, it's not going to matter. And that means that there's no, there's no pressure to really improve. You go out there and just get comfortable. Right now, that's what they want him to be doing. They want him just going out there and working and getting comfortable. Not to say that he won't eventually improve and work on his flaws, but you also have people saying he's the man, he's the real deal, he has the it factor. Tell me what his flaws are. Someone out there, tell me what Brock Purdy's flaws are. Someone tell me. He, because according to the masses, he can do it all. Anybody out there, I, I, I will wait. Someone tell me what Brock Purdy's flaws are. He's smart. He's athletic. He can make all the throws according to everybody. Where, where are the flaws? Ian Sharp says sometimes forces throws. All quarterbacks do that. That's what they're going to tell you. He's physically limited. Are you talking about his height? Because he's not going to grow anymore, so he can't work on that. He, he, he can't work on that. Arm strength and size. Well, again, he's, he can't work on size. And Dom, if you ask other people, they're going to tell you his arm strength is fine. They're going to tell you that he 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 can make all the throws. Brock Purdy is the perfect football player because he wins games. Because he was 7-0 as a starter. Any game that he started and finished or played in and finished, we won. Arm strength and size. I, I just I don't think that people are going to agree with that. Holds the ball too long. Sometimes, and sometimes he gets rid of it really quickly. I think that's based off what the play design was supposed to be. I think that that's a, a matter of, was there supposed to be someone down the field? A lot of people said that he held the ball too long on the play that got him injured. And if you look at the All-22 and you see uh, Brandon Ayuk running down the sideline, that was that was a touchdown. And that was a, a ball that he had to get his feet under him and deliver because that was a big throw. You know, could he have thrown it earlier? Maybe, maybe. But then that's, that's uh, entrusting a lot of timing, you know. He says... Arm strength. I'm telling you, they think that he's got plenty of arm strength. I don't know what Brock Purdy's flaws are. I, I'm not kidding. This is not me trying to be tongue-in-cheek. I know it's coming across that way, but every time you criticize something about him, there's 50 people telling you you're wrong. This guy is the, is the fucking golden child. He is the golden child. He can do no wrong. This is exactly how people felt about Jimmy Garoppolo at the end of 2017. Everybody definitely needs to work. Everybody 
definitely needs to work on his downfield pros, even though he can do that. It's not like he doesn't have the arm. Kruger said the ball said that he was zipping balls. There you have it. So, nothing to work on. What you, there's nothing to work on based off of what y'all are saying. Arm strength anticipation. <laughs> but he has the it factor. There it is. There it is. He has it. He has it. Running to the right. I don't care if my quarterback works on running. I'll be completely honest with you. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't care. Scrambling around, cool. I, I, I didn't like that he was turning his back to the, to the left side of the defense. I, I didn't like that. Should he stop that during the season? He's a fast learner. I like that. So I thought that was good. The one flaw I really didn't like that Shanahan said he's working on is leaving the pocket too early when he can step up into the pocket instead of rolling out. Yeah, that that's kind that kind of goes to what I was talking about with the with the rolling to the left and all that stuff. And but I mean, this is this is a new offensive line, and he can't get hit right now. Um, I've heard about a lot of would be sacks by him and all the other quarterbacks, by the way. So I don't think that he's working on stepping up in the pocket or anything. I think he knows he can't get hit. And let me just try to deliver this pass. Let me try to complete this pass. Uh, let me work on the timing with my other guys. He is a winner. Yes, he is. He can't go to the right side of the field. TC is going to make me go back and watch a lot of games and see how much he throws to the right side of the field. You're going to make me go back and watch a lot of games, man. I'm about to go and do it. I'm about to go do it. Uh, he can definitely improve his arm, but compare his arm to Sam and Trey, it lacks. Yeah, but, you know, I, I remember when when we when we got Trey Lance and they asked Kyle very directly, did you get Trey Lance because he has a bigger arm than Jimmy Garoppolo? And Kyle said, Jimmy has plenty of arm. Uh, we don't ask, we don't have plays where it's, it's a 60 yard pass or anything like that. Jimmy has plenty of arm to do everything that we have in this playbook. And so I feel the same way about Brock. I don't, I don't think that you're often going to need a guy to hurl the ball 55 plus air yards. You know what I'm saying? I, I just don't think that that's going to come up a lot in this team. This team is about rhythm. This team is about striking with efficiency and timing. Not to say that we can't afford to put some deep shots in there. I think guys like Danny Gray were hoping that those kind of plays would be implemented and all. Uh, but, I mean, just try to find a way to get them, get them to them earlier, you know? And th th they'll, they'll work on it. They'll work on it. Uh, uh, we'll see for sure. He was too comfortable rolling to his left. He started making it a habit. Yeah, they they he learned from that. And here you go. Me personally, I see nothing wrong. And he sees the field, and that's all I need. And you can watch film and see that he doesn't always see the field. He takes checkdowns when there's guys open downfield. But look, I'm I, I don't want to bash the guy. I did ask you guys for his flaws. I don't think that his flaws are significant enough to make a big difference. Does that, does that make any sense? I think that uh, whatever we might consider a flaw, it's just a part of football at this point. I don't know enough about, I, I, have, I have to see more. I don't think seven and a half games is enough to just say you're the guy. Um, I want to see continue to be 
consistent. That's it. I just want to see some consistency. That's all I'm looking for. I want to see some consistency from the position, and we'll we'll proceed with that. Bailing out from the pocket, said that he needs to work on his downfield passing. Very confident for a rookie. Yeah, but when he didn't bail out of the pocket, he got his arm hurt. This is going to be an interesting season, both on the field and in these chats. I'm just going to grab my popcorn and enjoy both. It's going to be a lot of, oh, I told you guys this guy wasn't good. It's You're going to see a lot of that stuff. You're, you're going to see a lot of people, oh, it should have been this guy. It should have been that guy. And it was going to happen that way no matter who Kyle named the starter. That's the truth. It was it was going to happen that way. If it was If it was Trey Lance, even on this show, right? Even on this show, uh, I have made a concerted effort to not say Kyle is making the wrong decision by starting Purdy because I don't believe it's the wrong decision. I would have liked to see Trey Lance out there with this supporting cast, but I don't think Kyle, I can't justify putting Trey Lance in over Brock Purdy. I can't. No, no one can. No one can. And so I completely understand why it's happening the way it is. Doesn't mean I didn't want to see Trey Lance in there. But if Trey Lance was in there and not Brock Purdy, I wouldn't be sitting here saying, I told you so, I told you so. I'd be like, now you got some big shoes to fill because you know who was sitting right behind you on the bench. You can't afford to mess up a lot. You can't throw an interception on the opening drive of a game. Right? Like, that's that that all that changes with who's in there. And for the people who say, oh, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy. And then Trey Lance goes in there and does that. They're going to say, see, I told you this guy's a fucking bum. He's a bust. We should have never traded off. That was that was going to happen. And for the people who were, it's Lance, it's Lance, it's Lance. And Purdy gets in there. You know, they're going to say, oh, this is what you asked for. Anytime he does something that, you know, reminds him of Jimmy Garoppolo, more the same. This is what you asked for. This, this is what you guys should expect. You got all that talent sitting there on the bench. But this is what you wanted because he won seven games. Don't diminish those seven games. Two of them were playoff games. I believe we would have won that Eagles game if he was healthy. Like, come on, man. Like, it's there's there's pros to both. There's cons to both. I'm just I'm here for the pros. I'm here for the pros. But you are definitely going to see a lot of vitriol in these chats. You de you best believe that. All right. Let me get up out of here, man. Let me see if there's anything else in here. Uh, guys, if you got anything else to say, man, I kind of read the super chats as they came in. Um, and that's it, man. I got Brock Purdy over my shoulders, holding this down. All right, Brock, you got anything else you want to say? All right, stop yelling at my microphone, Brock. Cut that shit out. All right, man. Guys, that's it for tonight, man. My final thoughts are this, man. It's going to be a very, very long season. We haven't even got there yet, and we are all ready to excited, man. I can't believe this, but I'm excited to see the preseason game knowing none of our starters are going to be out there. It's all about the depth for me right now. I want to see what this offensive line looks like. I'm going to be paying very close attention to the center, right guard, and right tackle, no matter who is out there. I am going to be really, really watching the backup quarterbacks. Listen. This might be the most I get to see Trey Lance all year. I am going to speak it into existence right now that we are not going to have to make any changes at the quarterback position due to injuries. I am knocking on wood. I am speaking that into existence. I am making positive 
proclamations right now. No quarterback will have to come in due to injuries this year for the San Francisco 49ers. All right? I, I'm saying that. I believe that. I hope that. I, I sincerely do hope that, man. I really do. I, I don't want to see anybody coming out because of injury this year. Um, so, you know, if you guys were on Team Sam Darnold, if you guys were on Team uh, Trey Lance, really, really watch your televisions, man. Really, really tune in. See what those guys are going to be doing because preseason is going to be the only time you see them this year. All right? Um, that's it. That's it, man. You guys know the rest, right? Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. I'm out of here, guys. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. You looking to find us? We them nothing but niners. Yeah.